Welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids. And this is episode 36, and I am talking Onimusha Warlords for the PlayStation 2. Hello, my name is Daniel Carroll, I hope you're all well, and we are talking our first samurai-esque game. Now, I had never played this game before, it wasn't on my radar, 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 and I gave it a go. Uh, it was suggested to me by Mr. Jake McCauley. He is our guest this week. And he came to me and said he played it. I said no. So I downloaded the Switch version. So I have to say I downloaded the Switch version. So it didn't have like the old tank controls. Uh, but I really enjoyed this game. I managed to finish it. It's nice. It's not massive. It's a basically a short, sweet adventure. And it, there's a, that constant joke. It's Resident Evil in Japan. Because that's how it kind of feels. It really does have that horror element. It's basically slap on a samurai sword, slap on a katana, on Leon, and go. It's not as scary as maybe the other games are, the Resident Evil games, but it's still got that effect. But it's a bit of a hack and slasher with a bit of horror, a bit of Resident Evil style. And yes, I gave this a really good go. Um, it didn't take me too long to finish it. There were things that did my head in about this game, but we will get into that. Um, and I'm, me and Jake will get into the ranting. But before we get into the ranting, I should say Australia is basically being battered by rain at the moment. It, it was pouring it yesterday. It's raining as I speak at the moment. So if you hear the, oh, the rain on the window, that's just one of those things. It can't be helped. So let's get into the usual stuff. We have to get out of the way. And if you want to help support the show, you can do so in a few ways. Wherever you're listening to this at the moment, please give it a five-star review. Leave a comment and just basically say what you think about the show. Do you think it's good? Do you think it's bad? Do you think it's funny? Do you think I'm stupid? Basically, it just helps other people be introduced into this little world of mine. And the way if you want to help us support financially, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash retrowars and for $1.50 Australian, you get access to your own fortnightly show called DLC. As a sneak peek, I'm going to give you what happened in episode 11, which is my top 10 mini games in games. But the only way of doing it, really, get this big-ass fish, was getting this fucking law called the Sinking Law. And I had no idea what I was doing. Even when I caught the bastard fish, I'm, like, reeling the bastard in. I'm like, get the fuck? Fucking deal, shit! There's times I wanted to get my sword and just get in there and stab it. And just get out of the fucking deal, shit! I spent so long, so many hours fishing, trying to get this big fucker to bite on... And that was DLC, episode 11, where I look at the top 10 minigames in games. Well, in my opinion, the ones I've played so far. People go, oh my god, there are more. I know people will be annoyed about some of the ones I've not mentioned, but it's just, that's what I played. And with it being a Halloween theme for our next episode, I'm going to look at, well, the games that made me poo myself. Go poo-poo to the bathroom. Not necessarily my top 10 horror games, it's just the games that scared the absolute bejeebas out of me. Now, what else do you get for your money? You get access to our own little Discord. We're trying to build our own community where we can talk about whatever we want. You get the chance to message me one-on-one. You get to take part in all the games of this game. 
things that we do on this show, which is 16 Bits of Nonsense, Revive or Die, DLC, or comment on the game of the week. And you can also challenge me in other games such as Pokemon and Street Fighter. Um, yeah, Twitch isn't still sorted. I just haven't had time. I've just been really busy with work at the moment. So, yeah, that is all the plug stuff out the way. That wasn't too painful, was it? Now, if you're new to the show, we do a bit of an introduction first. We play a few games, talk about what's been going on in the news, and say in about 20 minutes or so, skip, and then you'll get to talk about Onimusha with me and Jake. So, the first little bit that we do is called, uh, is called, is our letter section, which we call 16 Bits of Nonsense. Now, 16 Bits of Nonsense is where you could write in, you can talk to me about anything you want, whether it be gaming, film, whatever, and I'll do my best to answer. Now, our question this week, got one question is from Captain N, who's our regular, which I always appreciate, and thank you very much. Alright, Danny, now, I should say, bear in mind, I've just read the, reading this now, I don't even know, I haven't even answer for this already. Okay. Alright, Danny, the apocalypse has come to Australia. It's, well, it's already here, mate. It's the last remaining livable place on Earth. Modern civilization is ruined. It was never here anyway. It's basically the Stone Age out there. You are obviously mourning the loss of Canada, as we all would, but no time. All right, okay, no time. Okay, okay. You need to make a decision. An ancient piece of something, okay, of something or other technology is found deep in the heart of Australia, and wouldn't you know, it gives you the abilities of one video game character to survive the apocalypse. What character would you pick, and which of their abilities would you help, would, would you think would help the survive the australia collapse australia i can't pronounce that it's like australia with collapse oh the australia collapse okay <laughs> i'm so thick yeah that's just me sometimes right okay so which character which abilities of any video game character okay you make that very clear because i could have just gone superman and be done Okay, so someone who's just a video game character. Well, it's going to be someone who can just do absolutely stupid stuff, isn't it? Like, who's got the best abilities? Sure, well, Sonic. It's got to be Sonic. It has to be. It has to be Sonic. Although, does he need... Oh, saying that though, Sonic, he's going to need a really high energy intake, isn't he? Because although he runs, he can run fast, he's going to have to eat absolutely everything. I'm going through literally as many video games as I can about what goes on. Oh, come on. Who's just got... Wouldn't it be great if Rick and Morty were the video game characters originally? I think that's where you're going for here. Because I could, again, just say Rick from Rick and Morty and that would be an easy one. Oh, who would just video game... I'm going through Smash Brothers here. Um, Samus, nah, she'd be crap. Well, she wouldn't be crap. She'd fight stuff. I'm trying to work out who would basically be able to live on the planet and be able to do stuff. Oh, Jesus, that's a really hard one. Okay, okay. Bit of a controversial one, but just hearing you out here. Okay. I'm going to go with Dracula from the Castlevania series. Now, you may see why, because he's the bad guy. But, hear me out. He clearly comes to Earth every hundred years, and then all of a sudden, the dead rise again. So he must have the ability to bring forth all these monsters. So you're not, I'm not saying I'm going to become a vampire. 
I'm gonna send him grab his abilities, and he's got a shit ton anyway. Like he's strong as fuck. He can fly. He can become bats. He can shoot whatever he wants out of his fingers and do all that shit. But the main thing is, right? How we're doing this is that he can basically bring things to life, and he's got all these monsters. Now I'm not asked about the skeletons. I'm just asked about any ones that have got flesh, and then you can just basically cook them. And there's your food supply. And then any others, you can go and make them go out and go find water and help make you help you build your own civilization again. And then you just sack them all off at the end of it and say, all right, cheers, you're all done. Bye, go back to hell. You've actually now helped mankind out. So basically, I'm using their shit. But I think that's how I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go with Dracula. I think that's a strong choice. He can build his own minions. You're sorted. I think, yeah. Is that a way of getting around it? If you're going to say I'm a vampire, well, then I've kind of screwed things over, haven't I? Because, you know, I'll die as soon as I see the sunlight. Well, even if I'm a vampire, I'll just do shit at night time. It's fine. As long as I can raise the dead, I can rebuild civilization, just put them to work. And they're not going to complain about, like, health and safety because they're already dead. So what if one of them, like, loses an arm during an accident? All right, fuck it. Just, just attach it, mate. You'll be fine. Yeah, see? Quite clever when I want to be. Ish. And that is all the letters for 16 bits of nonsense. As I said, if you want to get involved in that, it's over at patreon.com forward slash retro wars. And as I said, ask me anything, like, ask me anything, I'll do my best to answer it. Now we're going to move on to our new section, which I call Patch 36.0. Now, what's gone on in the news? Not a great deal has gone on. Well, I should say a great deal that's, that's piqued my interest, but there are a few things. So the main one that's actually come up is, finally, we have the first sneak peek of the Super Mario Brothers film, and the world didn't end. It wasn't a very long trailer, and you saw more of Bowser, and he was basically attacking the Penguin Land, and I thought Bowser looked fantastic. He sounded great. Jack Black has done a really good job of that, and we'll get into sounding, because that's one of the main problems of this. I thought he looked absolute great. He was taking on the Penguins, and the Penguins were trying to fight him with just snowballs, and he was just doing nothing. But it was a funny trailer, and I, with the Penguins being in there, I thought that's brilliant, and I really hope there's going to be a reference to a Penguin coming off a cliff. There's got to be. There has to be. If you played Super Mario 64, you'll know exactly what I mean. There has to be a reference to a penguin being kicked off. Just, oh, it, it, it's got to be in there. I think everyone will cheer if that happened. Uh, the world looked absolutely great. Everything looked really good. The designs looked great. The Koopa Troopers looked really good. The main problem, which everyone thought, though, and it, it got leaked a few days before, was Mario's design. People said, oh, he doesn't look like he does in the games and stuff like that. Well, look. If you want this hyper-realistic world-esque, maybe the Mario we have in the video games just ain't going to cut it. And I, I think that is the main reason why. If you want to use the Mario from the game, it's not going to look right in the world that they're trying to design. Like, I'm not an animator, but there has to be different styles of animation for what you're trying to do, for the characters that you're going to look you know, make them look like. I just I don't think Mario is going to look exactly as you want in the video games. I just maybe people can argue I'm chatting shit here, but I don't, I'm not an animator, but that's just the way I see it. There's always going to be slight differences. Like people are even moaning about his arse. Like he's not got to, you know, they've taken away his butt cheeks. They took away his back pockets. It's like, fucking hell, chill out. And the main reason people got started moaning is because you heard Chris Pratt the first time 
Um, he's actually delivered his Mario lines, and he just basically goes like, Muslim Kingdom, here we come. And that's about it, right? And everyone lost their mind. Said, oh my God, he sounds absolutely terrible. Blah, blah, blah. Boycott it. Get him changed as an actor. It's like, fucking hell. So there's two ways I was looking about this. You can either make him Italian, or you can make him from Brooklyn, because I don't know if he's actually... You know, in this he could just be he's from Brooklyn with Italian roots. He's got Italian ancestry, or you know, his parents are Italian or whatever. Doesn't necessarily mean he's going to speak with that thick Italian accent. I don't know. I just think just calm down. <laughs> People are losing their shit over this for absolutely nothing. Just calm down. He said one freaking line, and I'm not that bothered. Again, do you want the original Mario voice actor? I don't think it would, again, fit the tone of the movie. And people are saying, oh, why don't we just get someone from Brooklyn to do the voice? Okay, you could get a Brooklyn actor to come in. But just because they've got the accent doesn't mean they're going to deliver the performance you want them to do. This is what these things... Just get just get someone... Just get an Italian. Okay, get an Italian. But again, are they the, are the person they're going to get you to... To basically voice the character you how you want, and at the same time, are they going to draw the people in? That's all it is. Chris Pratt is a massive name; he's huge. If you just get someone and they're not as big as Chris Pratt, it might not pull the numbers. That's how a lot of these things work. Like basically, it's that you get the biggest people you can, and you hope their name alone is enough to just draw people into the box up, box up, box seats, box seats. You know, make box office figures. That's how it works. So let's just wait. Also, I was like, fuck's sake. We're getting this. Can people stop moaning? Back in my day, when I when I had a Super Mario film, ho ho, we had the Bob Hoskins version. You watch that. Jesus, watch that version of Super Mario Brothers. And you come back to me then and say that you don't think you're getting the film you wanted? How do you think I felt? Look how they did Bowser. Oh, what a... Bowser was ace. But look at Yoshi. Look at the Coopers. You go back and watch that film now and you tell me that what you're getting now isn't better. Just shut up. And it it says something when even the the Hedgehog Twitter account jumps in and basically makes a little joke about it all. Like, I know Sonic had a bad rep because how Sonic looked. That was horrific. Mario doesn't look that bad. Mario looks alright. Mario looks doable. This is doable. Sonic was a disgrace. We all know that. Let's not try and hide it. But this is a far cry from the whole Sonic the Hedgehog thing. At least it's not broken the internet. Everyone just needs to calm their tits down and just watch the film. I bet it'll be good. It already seems it's going to be good from the trailer. It's not coming out till next year, so plenty of time for you to moan and moan and moan and moan and get it all out your system. Although I should say, the one person from McDonald's who leaked that video, you're getting, well, leaked that picture of Mario, you're getting fired if they figure out you did it because you went against Nintendo. Dangerous stuff, my friend. Dangerous, dangerous stuff. So what else be happening? Well, along with Mario, we got a new Pokemon trailer. And the Pokedex still hasn't been leaked. I'm very impressed with this. I'm very impressed. So basically they showed off a whole new thing. They showed off a good... It was like four different things. So they showed off one new Pokemon, which is an evolution of Girafferig. Which is fair enough. It looked pretty good. It was like the tail is now on its head. And Girafferig has needed an evolution. So many 
gen, older generation Pokemon have needed, a, you know, a evolution. So we got one, Mister Mime, in the last games. We finally got one here, and um, Scythe has got a new evolution in the um, Legends games. I don't know if that's coming over, but the main thing is, yeah, it was it was a decent looking Drafferig. Well, I can't remember what it was called. I didn't write it down. I was half asleep when I was watching the video. But yeah, great. And hopefully we'll get more evolutions to come. The new One of the new mechanics, I think last games we had curries. Here you make sandwiches. So you can make sandwiches. And that gives you stats in the wild, I think it is. And there were so many memes when the curries were happening that you'd sit down with your Pokemon have a curry and just eat them. Guarantee we're going to see the same sort of thing here. There's going to be memes aplenty. One of them, I hope it is, is when you're making your sandwich, you cut up um, Chikorita, and then you use Chikorita as part of your salad. That would be absolutely fantastic. And if you first call me a monster, you know I'm not lying because it's Chikorita, and we all hate Chikorita in this game. You can take selfies with your... You can basically take selfies. I thought that was pretty cool. Selfies is basically just another way that you can identify yourself to other people and you'll probably be able to use them as part of your battle id i think it's a great little mechanic um the amount of customizable ideas you can have for your hair great the more the merrier really because i think when i was playing the, the let's go series there was bad there was none but when you started getting into sword and shield you can really you know change who what you look like and people want to look different when they go into games you know make their own avatar so i'm all for it um, the more little things we could see. One thing I thought was pretty cool was that when you saw, I think I talked about this a while ago, you basically were walking around and there was a wild Pokemon. Your Pokemon would just get out and go after it and just fight automatically. So you're not having to go into like that um, battle stage. So that, that random, random battle-esque video thing. I don't know. But it looked pretty good. The, the fact that the Pokemon was just going off doing its own thing. And everyone was getting experience from it. I was like, that would save so much time. That would save so much time. You can just basically leave your Pokemon to do its own thing. So that was pretty cool to do. So I'm a big fan of the auto, auto battle system. Because I think that will save a lot of time going forward. And I think, yeah, that's it about Pokemon. I'm surprised still that things haven't been leaked. I really am. I'm glad it hasn't. Because I'd love to get to, you know, when Pokemon wants to reveal the evolutions of the starters. And all the information. Keep crossing your fingers. That's going to happen because there's less than 50 days to go. So they're going to have to. There's going to have to be another trailer soon. There's got to be because it's getting closer and closer to D-Day and closer and closer to when the hackers are finally going to get their way. And so other things that are coming on, not a great deal. And there's an announcement that Witcher season four isn't coming out until 2025. That's shit. I want more Witcher now, bastards. And um, Bleach. Now I know I, this is not gaming. This is anime. I don't care. Bleach is the ant. One of my favourite series of all time. And that apparently is coming to Disney and Hulu. Uh, I, so I'll be watching it on Disney+. Plus. It's weird seeing it on Disney. Don't care. I have Disney+. Plus. I can watch it in my bed. I'll be very happy. The wife will be very pissed. But I don't care. It's Bleach. And I freaking love Bleach. And the last thing I'm going to talk about today is Dead Space. So we all know Dead Space Remake is on the way. And they've released a trailer. And basically it looks absolutely brilliant. It looks shit scary. They've really done a good job of making the world... I think Dead Space Remake is going to be incredible. And I love Dead Space. And I always said if I would Dead Space 1, give me Dead Space 2 controls. And I think it's one of the best games ever made. And Because Dead Space 1 was a bit 
clunkier compared to Dead Space 2. Dead Space 2 was, was fantastic, perfect controls. But they've added that into Dead Space 1. So I really think this is going to be one of the best games I've ever played. Like, if you've not played it, it's a very, very scary game. It's like usual Resident Evil in space. But it's brilliantly done. Really atmospheric. It's not as action-packed as definitely the third one. And the, the first one focuses on horror more than anything. And from what they've done, the graphics just look absolutely incredible. So well done. So we're going to move into our first game, which is basically what everyone else can get involved in. Which is called Stick It Up Your Jinjo. Uh-huh. Now this is when basically you can say your gaming achievements, whether you've finished a game story, you've 100%ed something, you've done time trials, or you just can't beat that boss and you're just frustrated about something and you just need to rage. We didn't get any this week, which is fine. I always say it's fine. I'm going to keep going about this. I said this is not a Patreon exclusive. This is for anybody. Basically, if you've got something that you're really proud of, really pissed off about, just let me know over at Twitter, which is at RetroWarsUK. Send me a photo, and I will read the best ones out for the show. That was quick enough, wasn't it? Right, let's move into our, our Patreon exclusive game, which I call Revive or Die. Hey, listen! Now, Revive or Die is where we look at either a series, a mechanic, a character, or something we've not seen for a long time, and ask the question, should it be revived or left to die? Well, as considering we're talking about Onomusha, let's, let's basically talk about that. There were only three games that were released, and we've not seen a long one for a long time. And it actually surprised me we've not seen one for a long time, because I really did enjoy the first one. I know it gets better from there. People will be like, oh, you should play two and three. We will at some point. But I've never played Dinas Prior. And I really think, you know, it doesn't need to come back. So I asked the community and Chris Copeland said, Revive, use Sekiro and Ghost of Tsushima as a template, work from there. He's not wrong. He's He's got that spot on. I'm with the same thing. Exact, that's exactly the answer I'd, gave, I'd give. You can make a horror version using those games as a template. A Capcom could do it. They're the masters of this sort of thing. I don't think it's a problem. So then, it's a quick answer. It's revive it. Use Chris's answer. I know I say Chris Copeland. Chris Copeland, I'm sorry. I apologize, my friend. Use that one. That is the best answer you can get, and that is what my answer is going to be. So that is revive or die, and next week I'll come up with something else I always do. So before we just get into the conversation with Jake, what have I been up to? Um, not much, to be honest. <laughs> it's been a bit boring in our household at the moment. Oh, I've had a weather alert. Thank you. Yes, I know it's chucking it down thanks computer not much uh what i've been playing well i've been playing um i've been plowing through games recently i've just finished two crude dudes i got through that very quickly i finished castlevania 4 did i say i finished shanty last week uh, i'm now currently playing gregory's horror show hotel something like that uh this is another game that's going to be coming up in the next few weeks for our horror week and i'm about a quarter through that game, so I'm trying to play through that on the PS2. Oh, that was you'd say. I've managed to get um, PS2-ish in a way. So I can play PS2 games now, which is great. Um, absolutely fantastic. So hopefully more PS2 games are on the way. So my thoughts on Onimusha before we get into it with Jake. I said, no, I've played it before. Knew of it because, you know, I know of a lot of games, but just some of them, although I didn't know about that Gregory one before we get we do that one. Um, 
and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really good game. It was short and sweet, but it did exactly what it said in the tin. It kept me happy, and I would go back for more. There are problems with it, don't get me wrong. There, there always are, but it was like one of the first in the series. But I really liked it, and it was my guest, Jake McCauley, the good old Jake McCauley. He basically said, as I said at the beginning, he came at this with me and said, let's do this game. So, yeah, I, I went and purchased it and really enjoyed it. So I'm just going to put some music on. And when I come back, me and Jake are going to be talking about Onimusha Warlords, which released for the PlayStation 2 on July the 6th, 2001 in Europe. Fuck me, I'm old. Returning to the show is my good friend and the person I really started all my journey with is Mr. Jake McCauley. How are you, sir? I'm not too bad. I've got a cider. You can't really go wrong when you've got a cider. Yeah, and that's the upsetting thing when we do these things because you get to have a cider and I get to have water. It's just so much fun. Yeah, I know. That's, that's <laughs> You have to be boring because you, know, you can't be drinking at six in the morning. You've got kids. Well, I could. I could. Yeah. But there it's would not, be... not a good idea. It's still not a good idea. And it wouldn't be good to turn up to work. So, hello, I just did a podcast with Jake and thought, fuck it. I'm going to have a fucking, I don't know why my accent changed, but. Yeah, that's the most Australian thing ever. You're like, I was on Smoko and it's when and had a quick point. <laughs> hey, they have a drinking, they've got a whole show in Australia, basically about drink driving. They have a whole show dedicated to it. Oh, well, I, don't, I won't say anything, but we've all done it. <laughs> I haven't. I've been a good boy. Uh, yeah, I don't anymore, obviously. I don't anymore. <laughs> when I was younger and stupider. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't do that. I, no, kids, don't drink and drive. Yeah. I don't Not know. even one. Not even one. Well, no, I have one. Can I have yeah. one? That's not even... The limit's like half now as well. It's not even like one pint. And a strict and Aussie. Aussie's well strict with it. Aussie's... Yeah, but they, they just don't pull you over. Well, yeah. you say that, they freaking do. Oh, really? Because the cops are drunk as well. The cops are drunk. No, but you know what they say about Australia? The um, what is it? it? It was home of the criminals, but also the guards. Oh, I like that. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, the yeah, that's why it's got an authoritarian bent, but it's also got a load of nerves. That's why. Yeah, that's why I moved over. It's simple as that. That's that's why. Because you're, yeah. <laughs> you're a nut, yeah. I'm a nut. Because you're a nut, yeah, exactly. I don't know how how can you segue from Australia to Japan? You you really can't, and there's just no way of doing it because. Uh, there was the great uh, Australian uh, samurai. Yeah, the Jimbo, Jimbo mate. He was uh, one of the most powerful samurais in Japanese folklore. He came along on like a little. He went over. He was he was on a really big rage one night. He jumped into a little dinghy, and then the dinghy just it just flew out to Japan, and then he started cutting people up with his little knife, which was actually a spoon. And oddly enough, talking about samurais in Japan. We're, we're talking anyway. about Onimushu for the original is it PlayStation, yeah, PlayStation 2. Yeah, Onimusha. Onimusha, sorry, I should Someone, say. Someone's going to get you. Someone's going to get you. <laughs> someone's going to get you. Now, Jake, you came to me because you love this series. And oh, yeah. I'd never played it. I had ne And this is one of those ones where I love this. I love doing this podcast because I get to play games I've never played before. Never, I had heard of it, just never played it. And I went through it. It was a nice four, five hour little gem. And it was good fun. It had its it has its problems, but oh, I, I I enjoyed it. So thank you for bringing this to my attention. It was good fun. 
Yeah, no problem. I was going to ask before we get into it proper. What what is your sort of your history with uh, Capcom? Oh well, I've played the Resi games. Like I got into Resi during Resi Evil Four. I had played Resi One Remake. Um, yeah. I can my brother had the copy of it, and I just thought, ah, fuck it, I'll give it a go. But when it comes to Capcom, mainly it's fighting games. It always has been fighting games, like Street Fighter. Uh, I'm in love with Street Fighter. But going forward, it's been Street Fighter and Resi. That's been yeah, my, main, my main yeah, thing same. with Capcom. Yeah, because I was never really... Cause, so you weren't really that into the horror games that much then? Not not early on, but since 4, I have yeah. got into it because I just think 4's gameplays are incredible. Like, I'd never played a Mega Man game until recently. Again, R9 yeah. got me to play that and Mega Man X, and geez, that was incredible. Um, I, think that's, I think that's like a weird thing about um, like English gamers. The, 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 there's like a slight difference between English gamers and American gamers because like American gamers they all love Mega Man and they all love sort of that NES era stuff but we didn't really have the NES over here so we didn't really play Mega Man no we ne- I most can't even did, remember most people didn't have it I can't even remember seeing any of the box art for like Mega Man X I just can't it probably was there yeah. but for the SNES or the NES whatever they freaking call it but I just never played it yeah but I just there were so many games that I just never got my hands on but and you know what? It annoys me. I never played this back in the day. This this on a Mushar because I don't yeah. know what I would have really loved this because you look you can't you can't run away from the fact it's made by Capcom and it's basically Resident Evil in Japan. That's how the the basis it has that same feel. Of, yeah. But it's more fat, more actiony and fast paced than horror. But it has that same feel like the way you move, the camera, the fact you have herbs, the backtracking. So it is very similar but then different at the same time that's like, that's how it started because the originally it was meant to be a resident evil spin-off called like what was it called the biohazard sengoku yeah so it was, goku, it was meant right. yeah but it was meant to be on the playstation one. Oh, that would have been choppy there's like footage of it and it, it doesn't look too bad and th- this game is literally just they because that game was like 80 50 percent done or something so they just yeah. took all the work on that and then just ported it to the, the ps2 pretty much and that's the thing like i was playing this going okay i know it's a ps2 game but this still doesn't look ps2-y and again it's because i could compare this to resi 4 and it's yeah. like worlds apart how it looks it this does feel like an upscale ps1 game well, I think that's got a lot to do with when it came out because um, this was a very early PS2 game. This was about maybe five months in, I think. Yeah, so it wasn't early. launch, but it was in launch because I come because I showed you that video I did on it that I haven't released yet. But they, um, like, what was it in yeah in Europe? Yeah, secret video in Europe, like literally when the PS2 released over here. Do you remember when the PS2 released over here? Yeah. Did you have one? Uh, Did you get no. one at launch? Yes, yes, no, we got on. My dad got us one. Yeah. Do you remember what you were playing when that came out? Um, what did he first get us? I can't remember the first game. I genuinely can't remember the first games we had for the PS2. You don't remember like Tech? Was it? It was like Tech and Tag. Uh, what else was that? Tech and Tag, Smugglers Run. Um, what was the other one? Hang what was on, the other one? There was. He definitely yeah, got like... us. He definitely got us because he got me a Game Boy Advance. Yeah, and he got my brother a PS2. At the time, I was like, "Fucking other that shit." But then I look back and I go, "Wow, you ungrateful bastard!" Yeah, because um, the, the 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 Game Boy Advance is an incredible console. And I was just a little spoiled little brat back then. 
Um, oh, oh, debut. That's what I need to look at. Nothing like a bit of research during the show. Oh, yeah, you always got to do it during the show. <laughs> I couldn't um, remember. I'm pretty sure it was Smugglers. All I remember is, oh, SSX, Smugglers Run, Tekken. That was what we, my brother had. Yeah, Tekken? I don't... I yeah, Tekken Tag came up. I know Tekken Tag came up, but I just... I genuinely can't remember the games we had. How bad's that? I know, right? Your memory's getting bad. You're getting old. Oh, don't. <laughs> I'm getting so old. I can't remember. I have to speak to, to Phil, to Raph, and ask what it was. No, I generally can't remember. Go on. What were you saying about yeah. the opening titles? So, yeah, there was like, when this game came out, there was nothing that good on the PS2 because it was just like, it was just like, yeah, second was awesome, but yeah. that, that can only tie you over for so long. And then there was like, we were playing stuff like Smuggler's Run, which is a shit game. It's like some driving game where you, like, it, it was bad. Mm. It was just a really bad bog set. But it, we thought, oh, this is amazing because it's got nice graphics and that. But this was like the first game that came out where you think, yeah, this is next gen. I know it does look a bit shit, but if when you've got to think about it in terms of when it came out, because it was really early. And it, it looks good for how early it is. But then again, I upscaled it on my on the, on the well, emulator. So. I, I played it on the Switch. Um, yeah, the remake, the remake, and well, was it a remake or remaster? Remaster, remaster. yeah, remaster. And like, look, I I still enjoyed it, um, because once eventually you can get past the graphics and just go ah, and as long as the gameplay is good, it doesn't matter about the graphics. And yeah. this game essentially is very fast paced compared to a Resident Evil game because Resident Evils are very, you know, you try not to get involved in any sort of action. You try and actually avoid it. This, you know, yeah. you want to don't get involved with any of the zombies, but here you want to try and attack everything you can freaking see. It's like, right, you want to die, you die. And it's literally slash, 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 and kill. That's the whole basis of this game. That's why it's so good. But they're like, actually, I, I do actually have a question for you since you played the, the remaster. In the remaster, uh, was there full analog control? Yes. Oh, ah. yes. Yeah, because the there wasn't. There wasn't in the, in the PS2, and I, that would have. No. I, I was playing the re, when I was playing the Switch version. I was like, oh my god, this would have killed me if I wasn't playing with an analog. I feel like I I kind of like the the, the D pad control a little bit better because there's like some things you can do that you can't do with the app. Like I don't know if you can because I haven't played the remaster in a bit. I did play it when it came out, but it's like I don't think you can back. You can't like um backstep with the analog. I don't think properly. You can do this weird thing where you sort of like backstep like in a weird glitchy way but you can use it to like like fucking mess with the enemies because they can't get you because they don't understand what you're doing you can just sort of go backwards like he's moonwalking imagine that there's a death battle and you're like i just like i kill some stuff and i try to dodge it and i just go it looks like you know like in a pokemon coliseum when you make that the girl moonwalk yeah yeah i just just the idea of that can't stop doing that yeah but it's so, like when it when it when you do it with the D pad, it, it controls like you you feel how old the game is when you play it like that because it's like it is literally like Resident Evil Ten controls, but yeah, you know, on the PS2. It's like why wasn't there any because fu- there was no analog in the first two, no, no analog control. Well, analog didn't come along. Oh no, analog was was it was by there because it was in a it was in the PS1 era. So yes, surprising it wasn't there by then. I think it's because uh, it was a PS1 game. That they yeah. ported, but then I think with the second one, I think because of the because con- the controls were already set in the first one, they probably just kept it. I guess. Oh, the second one has them as well. Oh, yep. yeah, but there's no remake for that one. Oh fuck! That's <laughs> the problem be- is you 
once you get used to it, it's really good. But if you're not used to it, it's like going to be like hell. <laughs> Jeez, you, sort of, you sort of got to press forward and then turn. And so it's, 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 yeah, it is like old resi, but like your sword fight. Half the time you just sort of lock onto people and that's the way you move. Because, <laughs> like, all right, I need to hit that guy. I'll just lock onto him. Fucking hell, because this has the same problems like Resi has with the camera angles. And yeah. it's a fixed camera. And so you're basically going scene to scene. And it's it's not too bad at some points in the game. But when you're fighting bosses, it is an absolute dick. Yeah, it can be, yeah. You, you, at a boss stage where it's hectic and there's loads going on, you just need one solitary screen. You don't need to be suddenly jumping screens and like okay i'm at that angle no at this angle and then when you change angle they have that problem if you're pressing one direction it continues going in the direction but that's actually not the way you want it to go oh it, it just messes with your head and it's an yeah app- some yeah sometimes it's like you switch screens and it like it's not moving the way you were moving last time and then you go back to the screen again it's so annoying <laughs> oh and the ai doesn't see it like that can you imagine if the ai was seeing this if it was real life you'd be like you'd be like what the fuck are they doing what the fuck is going on with this character i remember there was an old i can't remember if it was pro jared or something like that there was a bit where he had or was it no not pro jared what was that guy what was that guy do you remember that reviewer from back in there called spoonie no Way back in it, like AV, like angry video game nerd sort of days, he had some bit about this fixed camera game, and he's just like he's walking back and forth, and the camera starts like smacking him and stuff. <laughs> it's like that's exactly what it feels that like. You just like... <laughs> is exactly what it feels like with this, and it, it it's crazy. Like in and in the bosses, none of the bosses have a fixed camera apart from the last boss. None of them have a fixed camera. All of them have yeah. this multiple different area, and it's an absolute dick and it's just yeah you notice it really badly on that first boss when he's chasing you because it's like going around and you can't tell because the first boss like charges you like maybe we should like talk about like the setup for the game oh yeah we suppose just kind of gone into so basically this is set in feudal japan uh with the era of samurais and basically to sum it up there's been a big battle between these two factions and the let's just say the bad guy basically kind of wins but basically, as he's like on his horse celebrating that I'm the best, he gets shot with an arrow and dies. Um, through the throat. Through the throat. It's pretty right. brutal. <laughs> it is pretty brutal, to be honest. You don't, it's like out of nowhere. But the whole premise of the story is that he or his followers then make a pact with the, with the demons. And they basically go after the other side and steal the princess. Because the idea is, is that the demons are going to sacrifice the princess and that will then make him immortal or rise basically. And he'll be like Genghis Khan because they make reference to that. But yeah. there is her cousin, is it? Or friend or something like that. Um, oh, the, uh, what the kid, uh, that's her like. No, 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 child. no. His name is Sasanusuke. The main oh, character. Sasanusuke, yeah. He's not, it's not his lover that, no, yeah. I think they just know. Each- I think they they're just, just friends. They're just friends. So he's this, this lone samurai who basically is on a quest to save the princess um, from the demons and stop this guy basically being resurrected. So that's the whole premise. And basically, he's going through. But as he gets, he starts fighting the demons. He's getting his ass kicked. And then these spirit people basically says, "You've got to fight the demons and give him this deep this arm to collect souls." 
And that's basically it. He goes around kicking demons' ass um, throughout yeah. the game. Now, this arm basically gives him the ability to um, take demon souls, not the actual game demon souls, but there are different colors. So there's red is like basically money, um, where blue is your magic, um, yeah. yellow is your health, and there was green, apparently. The green? Uh, apparently there's green. I've never seen green. I don't think that was good. I think it was... I guess there's like the pink... What was it? Like pinky purple... Oh, it's like pink, pinky red. The you know, there's soul. a version of... There's a version apparently where there's green, but obviously oh, not in be, versions. That might be Genma, the remake on Xbox. That might be... Yeah, there we go. It'd be the Xbox the version. Old, I haven't played that one here. Now, uh, along with this... So basically... Unlike Resi, yeah, you, you run away. But this, you need stock. You need to kill everything because you need to get as much of this red stuff as possible. You've got to get That's it. it. That's the hook of the game. That's why I like this game so much because it, it's basically an action RPG. Yeah. But it's it like, is. it's so addictive though because you just want to run around and kill everything because like you go around, like it adds a different like push and pull to the combat because you're just fighting the, the demons or whatever. And then every time you kill one, the souls, you know, the experience pops out and you've got to try and get it. But when you're trying to get the souls, you can get hit and stuff. So it's like kind of like a push and pull because you're like, oh shit, I want that soul. But the souls go away. So you have to be quick. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's, and it makes you want to just go around and kill everything because you just yeah. want to get all the XP. And you, you do. And there is, a, you've got to get a lot of it. I eventually you get, I found, I managed to find a good area to farm and I managed to upgrade everything pretty quick. Um, but the enemies here are, you know, if you got one on one, it's relatively easy. But if you get yeah. a crowd of them, it can be quite difficult. And they they hit hard, they yeah. hit hard, and they hit fast. And there's like this ultimate move where basically, when they're on the floor, you can just crouch and stab them. And what I liked about this game was that that doesn't mean you have any invincibility frames. They can still kill you while oh, you yeah. do that move, which makes complete sense. Yeah, the the, the um. It's weird because the game like plays so bloody simple. It's it's literally there's one button to attack. That's it. There's, yeah. You can attack with one button, you can block, and there's like a magic special attack with each sword. Yeah. But it's still so fucking fun. Because yeah, it it's is. just so fun. Just kill his because you just literally hit them until they fall over and then you can go stab them in the chest. Yeah. That's it. But it's so fun because I guess because you want to kill stuff to get the XP. But I remember when I first played this as a kid, um, because like I was saying earlier, my uh, brother got this because uh, I didn't have the PS2. My brother did because like my brother's a lot older than me. He's like uh, he's in his forties now. So he's about ten years older than me. Yeah. And like he had a job. He was an electrician. He was owning bank. So he would always like he had his own house and that. So I used to go stay with him for weeks and like you know him and uh, my like my nephew because he's about the same age as my nephew. Weirdly enough nephew's about three four years younger than me we'd all play games together and he like had the ps2 yeah and he brought this home one weekend he was like oh bro i've got a new game come stay over we'll, we'll get takeaway and we'll play uh play this new game and we all just huddled around got pizza hut takeaway <laughs> the life we had the dream the best weekend playing this together and like, I, I didn't even want to play it because i was scared of it <laughs> oh <laughs> so he gave me the control there's a bit i remember very vividly there's a bit in in the castle where you uh, where the zombies are coming out of the floor? They, like, oh come yeah, out yeah, of the yeah, floor. yeah. There's like a little set piece bit, and he gave me the controller right then. I was like, all right, I'll give it a go. And then they started coming out of the floor and like grabbed me, and it gave me shit. <laughs> like oh god, I think I was like, oh, I think I was like nine when this came out. I think. Poor Jake just pooed himself all over the floor. 
<laughs> yeah. And then, um, what was I going to say? What was I even saying? I can't even remember. I've lost my train of thought. Well, you, podcasting. You, you were saying about, you know, it's so much fun just to attack people. And it is because, you know, they, the enemies can come from everywhere, but they don't just give you a samurai sword. Oh, no. They decide to give you a th- uh, multitude of weapons. Um, yeah. You've got like a power sword. Uh, a lightning, a fire sword, a lightning sword, and a wind double blade, double ended blade. Yeah, what and... did you use the most in the end? Oh, that's what I was gonna say. I remember now. Oh, what, what I was gonna say was, um, when we played it the first game, we never knew anything about JRPGs or anything like level grinding because we didn't. It's like I've said to many people in the past. It's like in the in the UK, we didn't get most of the really good uh, like JRPGs. We didn't get them like on snares. We didn't get Final Fantasy. Really, no, not really. Think. And we didn't get Chrono Trigger. We didn't get any of them, really. We got, like, one or two of the SNES ones. So the JRPGs weren't that big in the UK until the PS1, really, with, like, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII and whatnot. But, um, yeah, we didn't understand the concept of grinding. So in this game, you are kind of level grinding in a way. Lots you don't, of, yeah. Yeah, you don't level up, but you level up your weapons, which is yeah. the fun bit. Like, you get the souls, you take them to the save point, and then you level your weapons up. But it's like, we found this game really hard back then. It's not a hard game. It's really easy, but... It's only easy if you level everything up. Yeah. If you're treating it like a normal game and just like playing it without leveling anything up, it's actually really fucking... Because we used to really find this game hard. And I went back to it as an adult and I just beat it like, you know, beat it in four hours. I was like, what? I remember yeah. this game being hard as balls. It's like, because you didn't level grind. <laughs> yeah, because you didn't level grind. And you've got to, because when you level grind, you make your weapon stronger, but you make your um, the, the magic stronger. So each of these weapons can do cool things. So you've got your fire sword, which is like your heavy hitter. Um, you've got a lightning sword, which is kind of like a bit of, can hit one or two. And then you've got your wind sword, which is like a very quick, which is a quicker sword. So that's basically, you've got like a, a, a heavy, medium, light sword. That's the best way of looking at it. Um, and they're all handy in different situations. Like if you've got ultimate crowd control and you've got something that hits quickly, get your wind sword in so that you can, that was what was good about this game because you could just basically switch and switch between weapons and they all had their uses. Um, The only problem I had with this sort of thing is like, fuck trying to switch between weapons was so slow. I was going to ask, which one did you uh, like the most? Which one did you use? I used the fire sword for the majority um, <laughs> and then you might switch every night if and then like, sw- if yeah. it was in if it was in shit like as in like there's too many i get the wind sword because the wind sword like would do a whirlwind yeah. and it would basically be great crowd control to basically yeah. say right piss off and then we can just go back but it's not a game where you can basically like you stop um and you can keep moving you know sorry you can keep you basically on the run right i'll switch weapon you've got to stop and then rotate through. It's like, fuck, that is a really like, And especially yeah, when you start getting the bows and the guns, like, and you've got to stop, change, 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 right, go. And it's like, oh, fuck, this is so cumbersome. Yeah, it's because it's using that Resident Evil engine. So it's the same engine. It's like, you can't, yeah, just, it's the same in the old Resi games, but it's like, the, the fucking shooting is pointless. It shouldn't even be in there. Oh, this, yeah, they give you a bow <laughs> they, and a gun, and you have to you yeah. have to use it. Well, you don't have to, but it's just handy to have it against one boss, which we'll get onto. Yeah. But, but there's like they fuck. just place random bow enemies on the roof, and you don't really get anything extra for doing it. No, they're just annoying shooting you from above. It's so much hassle. I just get hit and then just run on. Oh, I, I just run don't even past do it. them. I yeah, don't even do it. it it's an yeah the, the bows and the saw and the gun is a pain in the ass but the gun's really powerful but 
just a dick trying to use the weapons in this game, like trying to rotate them, especially when you, you're playing like levels and stages where you need that, you know, quickness. You need to be like, shit, I need a weapon now. I need to switch to my, I've run out of magic with this weapon. I need to switch to this weapon. It's like, no, 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 this is not a quick fix. And it's like, fuck. See, again, I would fuck, I would kill for a remaster of this, like a proper one. Like, you know, like, like the Resident Evil on GameCube, like that kind of level of remake. Yeah, well, that'd be good. That would be the, so good. The, the thing is, you know, there are a lot of problems. I imagine that were there for them first that they've not solved here, and yeah. that's one of them. And okay, so like, I'm going to be starting to rant here because there's, 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 there's a blood. Oh fuck! Um, Go on then. Cut scenes. You yeah. cannot fucking sk- skip them. Yeah. In so, this so, day you know, of fucking age, you, you know, um, you know what would solve that problem? Start. No, no, get good. Oh, for all. <laughs> and then you, <laughs> no, and then no, you no. won't die. Right. No, you want this bullshit. You want this. Oh. He, he can see me. He can see me on the camera. You want this bullshit. Okay, so there's a section in this game because this game likes yeah. its puzzles, but they're not over the top. And some of them are good. Some of them are puzzles, but there's one particular fucking section. If you've played this game, you know what the fuck I'm on about, right? Water puzzle. The fucking, you've got, no, <laughs> not just a fucking water puzzle. You've got to do, first, you've got to do a... Uh, a puzzle oh with your friend we'll get we'll get on to with your friend you've got to do yeah. some switches so you've got to do a switchy puzzle where you can get stabbed then you've got to do a floor puzzle which is an instant death if you get it wrong then you've yeah. got to do a water puzzle in a certain period of time and if you don't do that right you die and if you don't do any of them you've got to do the whole fucking thing again it's like for fuck's sake are you fucking <laughs> the, kidding me who that thought was the bit that was- we got stuck on who that was, was the bit we got stuck on. Yeah, because who <laughs> thought that was a fucking good idea? You, then eventually you figure out what the fuck's going on with this. The first one's easy, but the second one yeah. you figure that out pretty easy enough eventually. It's like, the fuck? X's and O's, fuck this, bollocks. And then you get onto the water puzzle, and that is not an easy puzzle. It's like you basically got to get two parts of this circle on a slidey board. Right, you've got to move pieces out the way to get these two circles to meet, and then you've got to get them to meet in the, the fucking bottom middle. It's like, who the fuck thought that was a good idea? And if you get one bit wrong, it's not like okay, just start again the water puzzle. No, you've got to do the other two again, and you've thing. got to do the cutscenes again. Who yeah, and you can't that skip them. Good idea. Yeah, they're really long as well. <laughs> And who thought in the fucking remaster they went, oh, and you know what? That might piss people off in the original game, the testing. Let's just go, um, I will rectify that. No, we'll fucking leave it in, dickheads. I'm glad to know that I'm not the only person who got annoyed by it and found the fucking water tile thing hard. It is actually fucking way hard because they give you like, what, like a couple minutes to do it? Yeah. And it is fucking hard. I'm shit at puzzles anyway. This is why I'm shit at Zelda games because I can't do fucking puzzles. <laughs> I suck at them. But it's like, you just got to... Oh, God, I have to use guides. Did you do it like au naturel or did you use guides? Yeah, because event because my fucking my weird head, <laughs> I'm actually been dubbed as a G honestly, IQ wise, everything else stupid when it comes to visual puzzles, genius. So actually had no problem with any of these puzzles, but it was still yeah. the first time I was like, okay, I was taking my time. I thought, oh no shit, I haven't got any time. And then when I yeah. did it, I realized, oh, it's not centered correctly. So I've got to do it again. And then I kept dying again on the freaking X and O puzzle. Cause I freaking, I was like, for fuck's sake, cause I had no patience. I was like, <laughs> so only I literally, it, it took me third time eventually because i've realized what i was doing on the water puzzle oh it's meant to be there is it because i kept lining it up and went oh it's meant to be there you dickhead but 
It's like fucking hell. The fact you couldn't skip the cutscene, so you had to wait till Sasanusuke, whatever his fucking name is, was in the water. You had to wait for the water to fill up to go. Oh no, I'm in trouble. For him to go to his friend, sort this shit out. I was like, just fucking skip. Yeah, and then like I remember thinking, I remember like when we were doing it back in the day. This was with no internet and stuff, and like we didn't know what the fuck was going on. It was like three of us trying to do it, and I remember we support the same thing as you. We got it to the middle. But you need it at the bottom, not in the actual middle. Yeah. You need it in the bottom. And we got it to the middle, and we're like, oh, shit, that's not the right bit. And he's like, yeah, it's like, you fuck off. And it's evil. Th- that is an evil bit. But the cutscene thing, right, is a problem, and it pisses me off because there was a number of bosses in this game, and there was one particular boss I had to keep redoing and doing and doing, and that was when you basically fight your clone, right? Oh, and, I hate that one. Yeah. And for some reason, I don't know why, you meet your clone, but then the clone comes out with these weird bug eyes. And then yeah. it basically goes back to Sinusuke and he's got weird bug eyes. And then trying to fight your clone is an absolute dick because the clone's like the better version of you and knows how to use the fucking game. Now, I can't use this ability, the basically, the what's it called? Eshin or something like that. I was never good at that, right? So eventually... Oh, the, uh... Where you have to time it to get a critical. Yeah, yeah, you time to get a critical. I was shit at that. So I thought I tried for so long and the shitty camera angles pissing me off and I kept dying and then I had to rewatch the cutscene again and again and again. It's like, oh, for fuck this bollocks. And everyone's like, oh, it's fucking easy. Fuck you. And then yeah. the only way I did this is basically the um, light weapon, the blade, the wind weapon, because it basically, yeah. I'd blo- I got into a pattern of block, block, attack, block, block, attack. And because I could attack quicker than him. And then it was easy when I switched weapon. But I was like, oh, yeah. fuck this. And the fact that I had to c- go through that cutscene and watching this bug eye wanker see himself every fucking two minutes. I was like, this, this is pissing me off. This is pissing me off. So just have a fucking cutscene. Oh, and I, there's one of the other bosses as well, right? Where there's a whole big section to get to the boss. And then you've got a freaking big cutscene. And then you fight the boss. Fuck me, that's a dick. That's bug which, one, which one was that? Bug oh, the woman. bug. Oh, I hate that. I, and you have to use the fucking gun. You have to, to use one. the exactly. You have to use the fucking gun. So that section is a dick because I had to, that's what I spent the most time on. Repeat, fucking yeah. repeat. Do, basically dodge, and we'll get on to why you dodge. Basically one yeah. hit, one hit kill. Dodge. Um, basically don't don't get hit or you die, and I'll explain why in a moment. And then basically, yeah. then do a cutscene, then fight a boss with a fucking gun, which is a fucking nightmare. Yeah, Fuck but they you. don't tell you. But they don't tell you. So I, no. when I first played it, I was just trying to beat it with just using like hitting it with the wind sword, you know, with the triangle move. Yes. And and it's really fucking hard. But then you do the gun. You get the gu- I had the the superpower gun because I you know because I played it before, and it's fucking easy because you just you just keep hitting. Square over and over again until she dies because, like, it's really once you actually know what you're doing, it's really easy. Yeah, but, but then you've got to get the gun. I didn't have the super powered gun, so I'm shooting. With the, the I'm shooting <laughs> with the bullets, right? And then her uh, minions come around, so I've got to switch to my normal weapon, which is like fucking. Hang on, da, 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 da. switch. Because I never use the bullets. I had enough bullets just because I don't use the gun, so I just save everything for her. And then, but I know what I'm doing. Thing is, no, like, same with the same with the clone because I actually found that really easy. But it's because I played this game like 50 million times, so I know what I'm doing. But like, I think like, did you not just spam all your magic into it? Like, you can get magic from. That's yeah, one thing you, you can you, cheat you, the bosses with. Yeah, you can. You, you can. don't share magic. You don't share magic on each sword. So what you do when you start, you just whack it with everything you got, and then it's quite easy. Like you whack it with every sword, 
and then you can just kill it a bit whack them all literally yeah. just pisses me off and who thought honestly that was a good idea for a fucking boss and then try to change your weapons Fight yourself hang on hang on gun hang on oh bow oh oh is it loaded right oh for fuck off no i'll add it in i'll add it i was just i was just saying every time we uh every time we have the little quick uh you know intermission i always think of this Oh, welcome to intermission. Stupid recording device. It's always great me using this. Hang on, I just move my notes around. Oh, you know, it's calmed me down now because I was so angry about that. Fucking hell. Fucking. Yeah, that's, that's the uh, that's the thing. Usually I come in with copious amounts of notes, but uh, for this one, I thought I'd just free ball it. Do you know what? Like, no, like that's they, those things really piss me off. Okay. But some of it, the rest of it really does make me happy because I did like the exploring. I did like the fact that you could uh, obtain journals and basically those journals kind of flesh out the story um, yeah, a the, lot there was more. Like, yeah, like with the Guildenstern's diaries yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, really And it basically cool. said like what's get... happening in the world and, you know, yeah. explains a bit more. And I like it when games do that. Like, that's like how The Last of Us fleshed out their story. You'd find diaries of things. I love that because it, it, it's yeah. so little to add in, but it adds so much. It's crazy how they had this whole series planned out as a trilogy before this game even came out. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like they have that bit where there's... um. That the one of the bad guys in this game, one of my favorite characters, uh, Hideyoshi, the yeah. uh, you know the little weasel, the little yeah. weasel goes like, <laughs> I love him. He's such a little weasel. He's the best. <laughs> but he basically went and he goes, "This guy will basically rule Japan." I was like, "Do we need to know that?" I was like, I was like "Why? Why is there a random bit of voiceover just telling you spoiling the third game, a uh, fourth game actually? He yeah. doesn't do that till the fourth game, which." They didn't even plan for because yeah. they were originally planning this to be a trilogy, so they didn't even know like what they were going to do with that. But it, it's literally that it, it just says it out of nowhere. I was like, "Why? No, no was, other point." Yeah. Just then, I, I remember like, just, I remember just thinking, like, "What? This guy? What?" Yeah, he becomes the big bad. Okay, fair enough. He does yeah, he becomes the leader. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, he becomes like the ruler of Japan. Yeah, after yeah. After uh, you know, what's his face dies, uh, Nobunaga. So it was also they both both those guys are real historical figures. Yeah, real historical people. I'm glad you remember the name because I don't. I didn't write that in my notes. Yeah, the Nobunaga's like that guy who like the Oda clan. There are there all these things are real, but obviously they're changed a bit. Like Hideyoshi was a um, peasant samurai from back in the Sengoku era in real life, and he was actually an honourable great samurai back then in real life. But in this, they've turned him into a sniveling weak. Into, into a dickhead yeah yeah he was well, the guy who ruled after nobunaga got uh killed he didn't get an arrow to the throat yeah and become a demon but uh pretty sure he just got stabbed in the i think he killed himself you know with the old seppuku seppuku yeah see we know our we know some culture and we've got a bit of history there <laughs> we've got a bit of history lesson now you didn't just get to play as Sat- sanosuke in this game you got to play what was the friend called Kede. and she was a ninja or and she was what- fit <laughs> but she Did you was... see the oh she... look this up quickly before we oh. continue just quickly go on google just look up kaede omanusha and you'll see the design work for her kaede how do you pronounce that yeah so... uh, k-a-e-d-e and put onamusha like the uh when you sit because i had to look this up for my thumbnail 
of course. It's just for the thumbnail. And I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> you can see what kind of character they wanted to have with her. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were definitely going for when that. When it comes up with a concept art, and it's like basically wearing like a ninja miniskirt. <laughs> yeah, that's a ninja miniskirt in it. Really it's even worse than a miniskirt because it's just got a leg out. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. They were, they were going for that. And I did remember thinking she was fit when I was a kid. I was like, oh, nice. <laughs> she was basically like your... She didn't have the same powers as um, Sanusuke. So you basically, with her, I just did not get in, in, involved in any conflict. I just legged it because I thought, yeah, well, there's no run. point. Just run because she didn't gain. She was the res evil. I'm not getting involved in this shit because she wasn't as strong. She didn't get yeah. experience. It meant nothing, um, basically, if you know you killed anything. And then the reason why I ran is because, well, you have to use the same herbs if yeah. you know, you're basically equipment. So I got, <coughs> oh, I'm sneezing here. You had to use right. the same equipment. Um, it, so the same herbs if she heal if she needs healing. So you're basically hurting the main quest. So I just ran. Yeah, I like those sections, but yeah, it did feel a bit pointless because they fixed it in the later games. Because in the later game, in the second one, you play as different people, but they get XP and then give it back to you when they come back, which is a lot of a better way of doing it because it makes it feel more like you actually want to fight stuff even when you're not with the main character. Yeah, and that's the thing because, yeah, with her, I was like, I just want these sections done. And when I was ranting earlier about that, the um, bug woman boss, basically just before you've got to use her, and I was on like my last slither of health and I refused to use any healing items on yeah. her because I'm about to hand over. Um, so I literally was trying to dodge everything. And if I hit, got hit by one thing in this fucking corridor, I was like dead. So I was like, fuck, redo. <laughs> it was just like yeah. again and again and again. And but whilst I didn't mind it, what I thought was quite funny about her section though was that she, during her story, she suddenly acquires a weapon to kill the demons as if it's just lying around, like, oh yeah, it's fucking there, just, just pick it up, you'll be fine now. It's like the fuck. Yeah. I mean, I like the element of like you seeing what she's doing while you know, because she buggers off quite a lot and you yeah. actually get to see like another side of the story. I did kind of like that, but yeah, that's the only thing I liked about it. Do you remember that puzzle with her where you've got to dodge the furnaces? That was annoying. Yeah, you did. You had to basically pull a lever. Get to a door. You had to pull a lever to open a door, but then time it so you can dodge two furnaces and to run through. And I thought, oh, it's just it's just a matter of working out the sequence, but that's typical resi um, yeah. sort of things. And it's like, put it in there. But again, you're working with shit camera angles. Like, fucking hell. Um, yeah, like you're running back into the fire because the fucking camera <laughs> Or something. Yeah, because you pull a lever and I was like, right, can I go? Don't know, because I can't fucking see. Fucking get yeah. on with the shit things. But as I said, I didn't, it was a bit of a change of pace and her, her things why I wanted to move on, they weren't, they didn't outstay their welcome. So I was like, okay, look, and this whole game didn't outstay its welcome. It was, it was a good length of time. But the one really cool thing, which I thought was great, was where you got to do like a, a challenge tower and yeah that mode so it was like 20 left 20 floors of enemies like continuously that was good fun yeah can we uh pause quickly i did make one note oh, go 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 and i'm glad you brought this up I, I because i was like i've got to make sure i remember what the hell is the deal with the man that brings you to this land why is he a fucking freak caterpillar man that comes no down no idea <laughs> no idea a freak caterpillar man <laughs> Is based, there's two of them. He's in two spots, basically. Yeah. Takes you into hell. 
um and yeah. it doesn't explain it. he's just basically there like hello i'll take you into hell want to have fun you might not come back let's yeah. go doesn't you explain go into- Anything yeah, else. you like you go into a broom closet and there's just this fucking freak bug man just drops from the ceiling. He's like, hello, do you want to go to a magic land? It just You're reminded like- me of Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais is a bug. Yeah. I was like, why <laughs> am I here? I was like, okay. You know the you know the funny thing? They they don't really do anything with the bug people in the next couple ones, but in the fourth one, his son is one of the main characters. I don't know if it's his son, but someone like a child one of them is one of the main characters. And it's never explained, and the character walks around with the other characters all the time, hanging from that thread, but there's nothing to hang on to. It's in the sky, and he just walks around like he's... Awesome. <laughs> it's Sp- amazing. But... Spider-Man one bollocks. I'll just swing oh, around on nothing. The, f- the fourth one is a, is a game. Fucking hell. Oh, <laughs> one day we'll dude. get to that, maybe. But yeah, but um, this the tower... Ta- did you finish? Did you finish it? Yeah, I finished the tower, because they, they basically the enemies start off weak, and then they finish off strong... And if you finish it all, you get you get shit loads of experience to begin with. So if you've not finished what you need to do, you will do by when you've done that. But you basically get an item at the end, um, which when you get to the final section of the game, opens up a door and gives you the, the basically the god weapon. Bastard. So I was going to ask you if you did the last boss without it. Oh, no, I know. Fuck it. I, I need time, uh, mate. I was like, fuck, yeah, I need yeah. a good weapon. We did it without that back in the day, I think. And I remember it being really fucking... That boss is easy because you have that sword. But if you do it like on a trial, it's really fucking hard. They do all that. Yeah, once you've got that weapon, it's like, bye, everything move, I win. Just press triangle over and over. I mean, you'd still nearly die, kind of. You could. But that, so you got... But you there just are, medicine, yeah. It's, it's a good weapon. I was like, right, I'm being... You felt you'd been actually rewarded for doing something quite eventually challenging. Um, so I was quite happy to play with that because once you've got it, you're like, nah, you, you don't use anything else. You're just like, done, bye. And yeah, the, the Bishamon sword, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, it is the Bishamon sword, and it's so good. Um, but what was good, like it basically lay waste to all bosses. Like, bosses were like, what? But there were a good amount of bosses in this game, I think, a good amount of challenging bad guys. But um, there was one I wanted to mention more than anything, and it was that bug woman. Um, yeah, just because she's basically part of your entourage for a little bit, and then it turns out that she's a bad guy and she's a demon. Oh, yeah. And when you basically she turns into the demon, I was like, What the fuck is she doing? And oh, yeah. she got into basically childbirth position. And, yeah. and all I was like, No, oh, fu- fucking hell, it's coming out of her gooch. <laughs> I like the bit where where she comes in and she goes, "Oh, they've taken the princess." She goes, "Oh, oh." Was, no, I had, really ja- I had it in Japanese. I didn't oh, hear. Oh, you, you missed the terrible voice acting. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I had the it in English me. one. She's she's like she's like, "Oh, they've taken Princess Yuki underground." <laughs> so bad. <laughs> what a surprise! But honestly, if you've not, you're not going to play this game. This is to everyone. If you're not going to play this game, just watch this scene. And yeah. you just go, what the fuck? Actually comes out of her nana. It's like, yeah. holy shit. That is fucking creepy. It's like the first guy. He always creeps me out, the red guy. Because he looks like he has a gaping flame vagina. He literally has a little vagina down there. <laughs> and I can't not see it every time I see the play. The, it's like I said in the video. He's got a gaping flame vagina. And I can't unsee it. And he's like, ooh, hello, little man. 
They fucking shove you up his flame oh, vagina. That's awesome, Gate. And then when he dies, he's in the mic. When you kill him, he's in the most undignified position with his fucking demon red vagina, like just hanging out. He's like fucking Snorlax, like spread like he's giving birth, and he's just like, look at my flame vagina. <laughs> And then there's Guildenstern, the other bad guy, the fucking the mad professor. I love him. He is oh yeah. Oh. So in, in in English he speaks like, but in Japan he's like, no 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 no. no. I was like, that wow, they it. they went for a contrast there, didn't they? It ruins it. He needs to he needs to be like, oh Yugi boy, oh Pegasus. <laughs> what are, what you? are you? What are you gay? Oh Pegasus. <laughs> oh bitch, I might be. Fucking Pegasus, one of the best characters ever. Yugi, my boy. Oh, Yugi, Yugi, boy. That's exactly what Guildenstern sounds like. He's like, oh, the liver. Mm, this human is delicious. Mm. And he's about as far as you get from any interaction with the bad guys, isn't he? Really? Because yeah. yeah, you don't. You see the final boss, and like, he's like, oh, okay, it's the final boss. You don't see the the big bad guy trying to revive until later yeah. games, so you don't even Finger. see him. The thing I love about Guildenstern is, is like, I de- when I was a kid, it didn't creep me out. But like, the when you read his diaries and he's talking about humans like animals, like it kind of like yeah, it kind of puts things into perspective here. It's a bit weird. You like yeah, because he's like talking about us the way we talk about like a chicken. He's like oh, I sat because you read his diaries through the game and he's like oh, I satayed a human liver today. It was very nice. And then I used the skin as a and you're like oh fuck it up. It's like oh that's what we do with chickens. And that's stuff. what we exactly. <laughs> That's what we do with animals. It so makes you, like, yeah, yeah. Makes you, yeah, it makes you think, uh, shit. Maybe I should rethink my life decisions. And I, I've been watching The Walking Dead recently, and I'm kind of like, yeah, that's all we are, just fucking meat, meat, meat puppets, meat puppets. That's all we are. And I always say what? we're a, we're a jellyfish piloting a golem. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a jelly, yeah, a jellyfish piloting a flesh golem. That's what I meant to say. I love how we can get all philosophical. So everyone's sitting there, maybe in their cars, going, ooh. Let's just debate this now. What what do I see my life as now? I've now I now one with the sea. Now one with this jellyfish. It's a good thought because it, it makes you creep creeps you out because you just think lit. I am literally just my brain. Yeah, that yeah that yeah. always freaks me out. Just the brain. Weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's like your brain. You are a brain controlling a golem. It's so weird. It's such a it, weird thought. I love how yeah this this show teaches people. It teaches. It's what we're there for. Now, it's like I, the Joe Rogan of uh, games podcast. We're going to talk Rogan. about. Oh, hell, wouldn't that be good? We're talking, yeah, it's fucking 100 billion million views and loads of money. Yeah, Spotify, give us some money. Yeah, give, give us, what is it, the uh, Rick and Morty thing? Is it Nintendo, give us free shit? Yeah. Uh, oh, I do have one more rant about this game. Oh, and yeah, it is with the final boss, right? Oh, so before final... we get into that, I just want to do one well, thing quickly. I, I just remembered that. I want to make sure we mention it. Um, and I, I go into a burp as soon as I interrupt you. Lovely. Yeah, um... I just want to mention how cool it is that, that the whole game is actually basically a Metroidvania. It is. It's a Metroidvania. Yeah. And Gifu Castle is kind of like the Spencer Mansion from the first. It's, it it's very similar. It's very yeah. similar, but makes more sense than the Spencer Mansion does. And I like the fact that there's like different kind of environments all in this one giant castle. And the castle is a real castle, which is really cool. It's called yeah. the Gif- Gifu Castle. And to be fair, as I said, it's a the environment, the stage is good, the setting is good, the music is good, everything about yeah. this is good. I and I said the plot length is good, like because it said four or five hours you can have this done. 
It doesn't outstay its welcome. You don't get bored. They they keep it mixed up. And I thought, you know what? I didn't. I did enjoy myself. There was no time. I was like, oh, I'll just finish this now. I'm done. I was like, no, no. I I'm enjoying going from start to finish. Apart from its, it's yeah. flaws, yeah. I was it's having a, pure, a good time. But yeah, it's a pure experience for me. Like it's just pure enjoyment. But it might be nostalgia. But then again, you never played it before and you enjoyed. Stuff, no, I did. So. I did enjoy it. I, I look yeah. past its flaws. Okay, the the whole. Um, the cutscene bollocks pissed me off, and that really did piss me off. Um, the war puzzle, <laughs> the, the war puzzle, the fact that cutting skips cutscenes, the devil woman's bo- gun bollocks because those things really <laughs> ruined the pace. I was yeah. like, Fuck, I've got to do it again and again. It'd be better if they just like, okay, let's go straight from the boss, redo the boss. That would yeah. have solved that. I don't know why they didn't do that in the remaster. I really don't understand. Yeah, let, you, let you skip it. I, I can't wait for you to play the second one. The second one is like. I think it's very going to be your kind of game. Well, I have to get me. I have to find a PS2. It's slightly oh, no, you can longer, it, can't you? Yeah, just that it's slight. It's I think it's probably about ten hours. Well, maybe 10, 12 hours. I think add, at the add, most. Add, add, add that to your list. Add that to your list. I've already done the video, so I can do it whenever. You'll love. There's this guy called EK in there. You'll love him. Big, fat, bald, drunk guy. He's the best. Sounds <laughs> like my sort of where, guy. There's a bit where he's like. There's this guy who's like, oh, my daughter's been kidnapped by the demons. Because this one's more like, the second one's more like a, a party-based RPG because you've got people with you the whole time and it's less isolated. Like, yeah. There's actually town NPCs and it's more like a JRPG, basically. Kind of. oh, I, will but yeah, but give, then, I will give this a go. Yeah, but Ek, there's this bit of the Eke guy and he's like, oh, my daughter's been kidnapped by the demons. And he's like, oh, is, it, is, it like, is she pretty? <laughs> That's the first thing he says. So, is she fit? Is she fit? If she's she, not she is. There. All right. And, and then they find the daughter and it's a baby. It's a baby. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, and then the other guy's like, oh, she's very pretty. Okay. Maybe you should ask her to marry you. <laughs> oh, gee. Yeah. I am going to have to give this a go. I I, I will. And I said, it, it, it's good because I, on this show, I get to play games I've never played before. And, you know, yeah. this is one of them. And I played other games recently that I've never played before, which is really good. But the, the last thing I, I, I really want to rant about with this, and I, I, it really annoyed, it didn't, this did annoy me. Okay, so you, you, you fight the final boss, fine, okay? And then it goes into a cut scene where basically you then get stabbed by the demon, you know, after you think you've won, and all of a sudden blood drips. This is an FMV cut scene. The, the blood yeah. drips onto the arm. And he suddenly become um, Sasunus, um Sanusuke becomes this big demon himself, this badass demon, and then the it ends up, yeah, the Onomusha, and basically yeah. then kills the demon right in a really cool way, right? Because he stamps it first. He puts his sword yeah, as the guy goes to attack him. He puts his sword in the ground, and then basically yeah. the guy keeps going with his arm, and it's getting sliced in half. Okay, yeah, now there's two things I'm going to rant about this. Yeah, go. That's cool as fuck. Yeah, one, why did you, why did you... <laughs> why did I not? No, three things. One, why did I not get to have a go at that? Because yeah. that would have been a cool final boss, as me as the Onomusha fighting the demon. That would have been cool to do. Two, so it takes blood on the arm, falling on the arm for it to activate. The fuck? I've been getting stabbed and piked and spiked and fucking murdered the whole way through. Are you saying not one drop of blood fell on my arm throughout this playthrough? Fuck off. Clearly did. So yeah, this should have been activated a, yeah. sooner. And yeah, that's a bit of a pile. Three, when he puts his art sword in the ground and the guy's putting his arm and he's basically slicing his whole way through. Get it? Looks as cool as fuck. 
But what yeah. sane normal bastard keeps going when their arm's getting sliced in half? This is not Saw 6. You basically, yeah. it's like a child. If you hit something sharp, you go, ow, no, pointy. Why would yeah. you just keep going? What's maybe, it may, maybe it was the momentum because he was like going for him. No, you can have as much fucking momentum as you want. Fucking as soon your pet your brain react and go, shit. Oh yeah, oh, if you were going like, you know, 30 miles an hour, it'd be really hard to stop once you get going. You like, watched that video, something. he's got enough time. I can't remember, yeah. Fucking I can't remember. <laughs> the fact okay, I didn't get me. to play as the on a mushet was fucking yeah. was fucking a that's bad. That's bad. That would have been really good to finish on. It would have been an amazing yeah. end boss. But no, they do, I don't it in the second, they do it in the second one. Well, fuck the Gosh. second one. Yeah. Fuck yeah. the second one. Why not do it in the first one? Why you showed it me? That's the ultimate cock tease. And it's losing a point for that because it would have been yeah. fucking awesome to play as. Fucking yeah. fuck you. And it is a bit. And it, the, the one thing that does annoy me about the last boss is like the whole game you've been teased. Oh, Nobunaga, Nobunaga. And he, he turns up literally at the end. He's not yes. in the game. The whole. He's not in the whole game. He turns up at the end, just goes, he just walks down some stairs and then fucks off. And that's it. You don't I see him. <laughs> and then you don't see him. And then basically. Why was he set up as the bad guy? Yeah, set as bad And spoiler, right? This is a big spoiler if you don't want to play it. Right? You've got three, yeah. two, one. Basically, you don't know what happens to Sanusuke. He's basically unknown. And the female character, she gets all, well, later on, she dies. Yeah, dies. I was like, yeah. brilliance. Yeah, the end bit's like, oh, uh, you think he's dead. And then the princess goes on her fucking trip to Europe or goes yeah. on her fucking Euro trip. And then Kaede dies like 15 yeah. years later. That's I was it. like, and- all right, cheers. You didn't have to spoil it like that. Like, fuck me. I liked her. Now she's dead. Yeah. That, that's like some bittersweet ending as well. It's a fucking shit ending. I was it like, really wow. Shit. Okay. So yeah, she, then, one goes yeah. to Euro Disney, the other one dies, and the other one's fucking unknown. Well, he, well, yeah. He comes back, obviously. He, yeah. He's fucking, but still. I was like, fuck. Yeah. So yeah, Capcom not a, knowing how to end a game. It, it was, but I mean, they're not exactly known for their renowned for their stories, are they? No, they're not. But still, yeah. <laughs> so you fucking ruined this. So that's yeah. that's me done. Have you got anything else you want to say about this game? Yeah, it was cool that KG Inafune was worked on this. The guy, the Mega Man guy. It, he yeah, I'm like glad he producer. worked on it because he made a good job of it. And he was more involved with the second one, which is why it was fucking awesome. <laughs> one of my favorite games of all time. Stop the teasing one. the second one in front of me. Stop teasing so it. So good. The third one's a bit. Yeah. The third one's still good. The third one has right. I, I'll tease the third one for you. The third one has John Renault in it. John Renault, yeah, he's in it. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen the box art. I was like, okay, fair enough. It's funny. They like the funny thing about that is they have him. They have him actually voicing himself in French for the first like. 20 minutes and then they replace him with a really bad English voice for the rest of the game <laughs> and he also has a fairy he has a fairy that follows him around for the whole game like Navi fucking English and he's like hello I am John Reno how is it going that's literally the, like the quality of the voice acting oh for fuck's sake yeah and then there's a fairy going come on John Reno let's go over here oh fuck off fucking I'm not having third a third one's fun I'm not it's having Navi bollocks again I just it know it's like listen John Reno <laughs> John Renault and a fucking fairy going around ancient. That's oh, the best. Right, give me a score. Give anyway, me. A he sc- has a. Gra- oh, it was one last thing. He has a grappling hook. That again? Would you get cock teasing me with number three now? Get focus on number one, dickhead. Uh, so you're gonna have a lot to rant about in the third one. We're not doing that until at least next year. So fucking a while yet. Yeah, I know that. Uh, I'd give it a, an eight. I think. Well, I'm giving it. I'm giving it a seven. I would have given yeah. it an eight, 
but it's losing points because of the freaking um, not letting me be the ultimate cool demon thing on Amusha, yeah. and it's and that fucking cutscene water bollocks. So you fucking lose points for that, but ultimately you get a seven because I did have a good time with it, apart from those bollocks. And yeah, that's that's it. That's all you're getting. Yeah, nah, I think eight, but that's a little bit of nostalgia though. My fucking show. <laughs> no, yeah, I think eight's good for me because yeah, I, I enjoyed it back in the day, and it just really makes me think of my brother and my nephew whenever I play it. Aww. Just like happy memories. Yeah, I was talking to him about it the other day, my nephew, and he's st- we still always talk about this game. Bit of what? What's your nephew's name? Uh, Aaron. Aaron, you're a dick. You're fucking playing this game. <laughs> fucking, I hope you fucking, ah, oh, fucking you and him winding me up. I bet you like number so, yeah, two yeah. and number three as well. Fucking Aaron. Uh, he never played the second one. Well, well, Aaron, you're in luck because I'm going to have to play the second one, aren't I? Yeah, I'm seeing him tomorrow, actually. <laughs> well, hopefully he will never find me when I visit the UK. <laughs> He's a big lad, no, I'm joking. <laughs> Aaron, I think you're a lovely guy. I hope you never come find me in the UK. I wish you all the best and nothing but sincere apologies. He's a, he's a good electrician. <laughs> He'll get me flight. Well, sir, as always, it's been an absolute joy. It's uh, like the I... gremlin in uh, Twilight Zone. <laughs> Don't. Just it's send... on the wing of the plane. <laughs> I'll be looking around my shoulder now forever. Um, but honestly, mate, it's a joy having you on as always, and I can't wait till next time. Uh, cheers for having me. I'm going to go uh, fall into a gut or somewhere. <laughs> See you later, mate. See you later. And that was episode 36 with Alnish Musha Warlords. Thank you very much to everyone who was listening. Thank you very much to Jake McCauley as always coming on the show. And until then, I'll see everyone next week. My name's been Danny, and I'll see you all then. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.